Hey guys, hope you're doing well. I will tell you why you read the book. Today I will tell you why you read So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. In this book, Cal Newport tells us why you don't follow your passion. For example, he tells us when you follow your passion, then a time comes when you realize that you are not happy and you thought that you were happy if you will do that, but isn't true. Cal Newport urges you to follow your passion. He said that you be a craftsman until you follow your passion. The main difference between the craftsman and follow your passion is a craftsman who serves the world what people loves and passionate person who wants people serve him what he loves. When you start your work and when you experience in that work and good at it, then you realize that you are loving your job. So you know which is best for you. And if you start following your passion, then after some time you realize that you are not happy like Steve Jobs when you read his biography then you know that he is not following his passion but try to earn money and during job he started building the Apple computer for more money in the process he built Apple computers and after some time he realized that he loves what he doing if you want if you if you want to know what is your passion, then start a job and do hard work in it. And when you experience, then you realize you are loving your work. Can Newport says that loves what you do? Can Newport say so good they can't ignore you means you will so good in your work, so no one able to ignore you. Can Newport says if you don't know what is your passion, what you do with your life, and what's your past, so instead wondering about these questions you start with the scale which is real and valuable have expertise in it and as the time goes you will experience in that skill and then cash of this carry capital for your betterment but you need to determine meaning in that skill have a lot of practice doing hard work in it then it will give you best result after a long period Make sure that skill you choose have a chance of creativity and control over it and it have a scope of development. Can you go talking about mission when you go forward in your career capital then you know about your mission which inspire you, give focus and help in your better future. Some people may sleep because they don't have mission and if you find mission in the early age in your career capital so also you will be misled. That's why you know about your mission when you have career capital. The passion, hypothe- the passion hypothesis introduced in rule 1. This hypothesis claims that the key is to occupational happiness is to first figure out what you are passionate about and then find a job that matches this passion. The basic idea behind this book is that the passion hypothesis also widely believe it's both wrong and potentially dangerous. Summary of Rule 2 Rule 1 took on Rule 1 took on the conventional wisdom about how people end up living what they do. It argued that the passion the passion hypothesis which says that the key to loving your work is to match a job to pre-existing passion is bad while there is a little evidence that most people have pre-existing passion waiting to be discovered and believe that there is a magical right job 
lurking out there can often lead to chronic unhappiness and confusion when the reality of the working world fail to match this dream rule 2 was the first to tackle the natural flow of question if you follow your passion is bad advice what should you do instead contending that the traits that define great work are rare and valuable if you want this trait in your own life you need rare and valuable skills to offer in return i call these rare and valuable skills as career capital and noted that the foundation of constructing work you love is acquiring a large store of this capital with this in mind we turn our attention to this process of capital acquisition i argue that it's important to adopt the craftsman mindset where you focus relentlessly on what value you are offering the world they stand in strict contrast to the much more common passion mindset which has you focus only what value the world is offering you even with the craftsman mindset however becoming so good they can't ignore you is not trivial to help these effort i introduce the well study concept of deliberate practice an approach to work where you deliberately stretch your abilities beyond where you are comfortable and then receive breathless feedback on your performance musician athletes and chess players know all about them break practice knowledge workers however do not this is great news for knowledge workers if you can introduce these strategies into your working life you can volet past your peers in your acquisition of career capital summary of rule 3 rule 1 and rule 2 laid the foundation for my new thinking on how people end up living what they do rule 1 dismisses the passion hypothesis they say that you have to first figure out your true calling and then find a job to match rule 2 replaces this idea with career capital theory which argues that the trade that define great work are rare and valuable and if you want these in your working life you must first build a rare and valuable skill to offer in return i call this skill career capital and in rule 2 i dived into the detail of how to acquire it the obvious next question is how to invest this capital once you have it rule 3 explores one answer to this question by arguing that gaining control over what you do and how you do it do it is incredibly important these traits show up so often in the lives of people who love what they do are taken to calling in the dream job elixir Investing your capital in control, however, turns out to be tricky. There are two traps that commonly snare people in their pursuit of this trade. The first control trap note that it's dangerous to try to gain more control without enough capital to back it up. The second control trap note that once you have the capital to back up a bit for more control, you are still not out of the wood. this capital makes you valuable enough to your employer that they will likely now fight to keep you on a more traditional path they realize that gaining more control is good for you but not for their bottom line the control trap put you in a difficult situation let's say you have an idea for pursuing more control in your career and you are encountering resistance how can you tell if there Resistance is useful. For example, it's helping you avoid the first control trap. Something to ignore. For example, it is not the result of the second control trap. 
to help navigate this control conundrum i don't to direct severs direct is a successful entrepreneur who has lived a life dedicated to control i ask him his advice for shifting through potential control boosting pursuit and he responded with a simple rule do what people are willing to pay for this isn't about making money dark for example is more or less indifferent to money having given away to charity the million he made from selling his first company instead is about using money as a neutral indicator of value a way of determining whether or not you have enough capital to succeed with the pursuit i call this the law of financial viability and concluded that it's critical to for navigating your own acquisition of control this whole whether you are pondering an entrepreneurial venture or a new role within a established company unless people are willing to pay you it's not an idea you are ready to go after the law of remarkability for a mission driven project to succeed it should be remarkable in two different ways but first it must compel people who encounter it to remark about it to others second it must be launched in a venue that support such remarking summary of rule 4 the core idea of this book is simple to construct work to construct work you love you must first build career capital by mastering rare and valuable skill and then cash in this capital for a type of trade defined paling career mission is one of these those traits in the first chapter of this rule i reinforce the idea that this trait like all desirable career trait really does require career capital you can't skip straight into a great mission without first building mastery in your field drawing from the terminology of steven johnson i argue that the best ideas for mission are found in the adjacent possible the reason just beyond the current cutting edge to encounter these ideas therefore you must first get to that cutting edge which in turn requires expertise to try to devise a mission when you are a, when you are new to field and lacking any career capital is a win your pound for failure once you identify a general mission however you are still left with the task of launching a specific project that make it succeed and effective strategy for accomplishing this task is to try small step that generate concrete feedback little bit and then use this feedback be it good or bad to help figure out what to try next this systematic exploration can help you uncover and exceptional way forward that you might have never otherwise noticed the little bits strategy i discover as my research into mission continue is not the only way to make a mission is success it also help to adopt the mindset of a marketer this lead to the strategy that i dubbed the law of remarkability This law says that for a project to transform a mission into a success, it should be remarkable in two ways. First, it must literally compel people to remark about it. Second, it must be launched in a venue conducive to such remarking. And so, mission is one of the most important traits you can acquire with your career capital. But adding this trait to your working life is not simple. Once you have the capital to identify a good mission, you must work to. make it succeed but by using little bit and the law of remarkability you greatly increase your chance of finding way to transform
your mission for a compelling idea into a compelling career so good they can't ignore you good divided into four rule rule 1 rule 2 rule 3 and rule 4 the summary of these four rules i tell you above now i tell you career profile summaries alex burger introduced in rule 2 current job alex is a successful television writer why he love what he does when you are good enough to find a steady stream of work television writing is a fantastic gig it pays you loads of money to do highly creative projects that are seen by millions in addition it also gives you months of every year how he applied the rule described in this book to get this job when alex first arrived in hollywood every league diploma in hand he thought he could break into the industry by launching and carefully managing a variety of different entertainment related projects it turned out that no one cared about his big ideas it didn't take long for alex to pair his attention down to a more specific pursuit television writing he realized that all that mattered in this field was a single type of career capital the ability to write quality scripts using the practice technique on as a college debate champion he began to systematically improve his script writing capability sometimes working on as many as four or five writing projects at a time while constantly exposing himself to relentless feedback this strategy paid off as his script writing improved quickly eventually earning him his first produced script which in turn earned him his first staff staff writing jobs which led to him co-creating a show with michael isner this is a classic example of character theory in action to get a job he loved alex needed to first become so good they so good that he couldn't be ignored next one lulu young introduced in rule 3 current job lulu is a free lens software developer why she love what she does lulu enjoys challenging software project but she also enjoying having control over his over her life including when she works what she works on and under what terms as a freelancer developer with skill that are in high demand she has been able to maintain that control allowing her to mix her work with the variety of different lessers pursuits for month long trip to asia to pilot training to day afternoon spent with her nephew how she applied the rules described in this book to get this job lulu like rian is a good example of the value of control also like rian she is good example of leveraging career capital in pursuit of this trait lulu didn't decide out of the blue to be a freelancer developer instead she built up her skills and reputation over many years in the industry she now has more than enough career capital to set her own terms for her work when you study her story however you learn that this shift toward increased autonomy didn't happen all at once instead lulu developed a steady steady stream of bits for increased freedom as she got increasingly good at what she did it started with her first job as a software tester at the bottom of the developer heap lulu figured out how to automate much of the testing process the capital this generated allowed her to then bargain for a 30 hour 
वन वीक सो शी कुड टेक फिलोसफी क्लासेस ऑन द साइड एज शी गोट इवन बेटर एट वॉट शी डिड शी इन्वेस्टेड हर ग्रोइंग कैपिटल स्टूडेंट इन द ऑफ्टिंग पोजिशन एट ए सीरीज ऑफ स्टार्टअप वेयर शी वॉज गिवन मोर एंड मोर कंट्रोल ओवर हर वर्क इट वॉज आफ्टर वन ऑफ दिज स्टार्टअप वॉज एक्वर बाय लार्ज कंपनी विच प्रॉमली एडेड न्यू कॉन्स्टेंट दैट लूल ट्रांसेशंस टू ए फाइनेंशियल रूल एट दिस पॉइंट हाउवर हर करियर कैपिटल स्टोर वर मोर देन सफिशेंट टू सपोर्ट दिस फाइनल बिड फॉर इवन मोर कंट्रोल नेक्स्ट गिल्स बॉकेट इंट्रोड्यूस इन रूल फॉर करेंट जॉब गिल्स इज वेल नोन रूबी सॉफ्टवेयर प्रोग्रामर हिज रिन नाउ has allow him to shift between many jobs following his interest of the movement he worked for the country top ruby shop supported himself entirely of of blogging come had a hollywood movie star launch a web based entertainment venture and most recently started writing a book why he love what he does because gills has a hypernectic personality his ability to jump from one interesting job to another Moving on, when something become boring, is a perfect match for his rapidly shifting attention. Spend any time around Gills, and you will realize how miserable he would be if forced by economic necessity into a long-term traditional forty-hour-a-week job. How he applied the rule described in this book to get this job. Gills is another example of mission being used as a foundation for a great career. In this case, the mission is. Combining the worlds of the art and Ruby programming, Gills made his mission a success when he released Arquitects. When he released Arquitects, an open-source software program that writes and performs its own music, the software gives Gills the fame within his community that has supported his kinetic career tra- trajectory ever since. Like Paddis and Keith, Gills needed career capital before he could identify his mission. He seriously studied and performed music and spent many years developing his programming skills before he was at a sufficient level of expertise to recognize the potential in combining these worlds. His story, however, also captures the second of the two strategies presented in Rule Four for helping mission ones identify to succeed. The second strategy, which I call the Law of Remarkability, says that a good mission driven project should be remarkable in two ways first it should compel people to remark about it and second it should be deployed in a venue conducive to remarking these were the rules that led gills to his idea for other metrics he recognized that a demo of a piece of compute coordinating sophisticated music would be something that would catch people's attention he had also realized that the open source software community as well as structured to spread the work about interesting project making it perfect when for the software release combined these two traits made the project and therefore gills career mission a success hope you like this episode listen my previous podcast share with family and friend stay tuned